and welcome to series two of our Weekend Cumbria podcast, which is kindly supported again by Cumbria Community Foundation. I'm your host, Jenna Sutherland, and the Wellbeing Coordinator at Weekend in Carlisle. In this series, I'm going to be inviting some more real local people to share their health and wellbeing experiences and expertise in authentic and open conversations with me. Real people telling their own stories in their own words. Today we're joined by Pam Eland, Project Manager of Pride in North Cumbria, also known as Pink, who is going to chat to us about the LGBT HQ. Hello, Pam. Hello. How are you doing? All right. How are you today? I'm fine, yeah. Just um, getting on with it. <laughs> <laughs> have you had a busy day? I have. Well, sort of. It depends what you call busy, but yeah. yeah it's sort of, I, have, I do loads of little, little bits and pieces every now and again. So, yeah, working. Yeah. Um, so really, I mean, I know a little bit about Pink. Um, we've met at a couple of meetings over the years. But I'd like you to tell us about it as if it's to somebody who's never heard of Pink before, right from the beginning, if you can, and why it started, how it started. Oh, my God, that far back. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, right, well, I started with Pink um, before it was called Pink, and a guy called Pete Bancroft started it off. Like started an LGBT group off for young people. I think it was supported by the NHS then at the time. And that was around 2008, I want to say. Yeah, because yeah. I think the first time we ever met, you probably can't remember, but I worked at Carlisle Youth Zone when they very first opened. I think you used to bring a group there on a Wednesday night or something like that. I, no, I, I don't think I have because I, well, I've never really done a lot with Youth Zone. I used to go... I used to go and support their LGBT group. But yeah. But, yeah. But That's I, where I very first met you. And that will be going back to 2011, I think. So, okay. yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. Well, I don't know, because I can't, I don't know when they opened, really. So. About then, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of yeah, a long lot of time ago. Staff through all the youth workers <laughs> I know, I think, have worked there. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, so I started, well, Pete Bancroft set up this group. Um, it's a small group and they were meeting in different like, locations just were hiring rooms out really so then um, he asked me well he was asked, he was looking for volunteers and I, mm-hmm. was, I was doing freelance news work at the time but I've done I've done news work for quite a long time anyway so I thought oh, well I'll just give it a go and see you know another feather to your hat and all the rest of it so um, I went in and did some volunteering and then did some residential work with them and stuff and then and um, they were, then I left because we we moved different buildings, I think, and then I, I had to, I was doing another job, so I couldn't volunteer anymore. Mm-hmm. So um, I left it, but I still kept in touch type thing. And then the other woman who was volunteering with me, Catherine Hunt, she ended up working for the project because they, they managed to get money and create it into sort of like constituted group and, and changed it from being by the NHS to being a voluntary sector group. Mm-hmm. So then Cass got this job and then, I kept seeing them again every now and again. I always kept sort of in touch just to see what was happening and to support where I could. But then, uh, so I was still doing freelance youth work and then she decided she was giving up the job. I thought, oh, right, okay. So, so when you're doing freelance youth work, you always want a bit of security as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought, well, a few hours, that'll be fine. And um, so I got the job then and I, I really don't, where have I gone? Oh, I really don't know how, how long ago that was. My concept of time is nothing to me. Mm-hmm. So then um, I remember going for the job and there was other people there and then the young people were there, you know, put in front of you to ask you questions. 
And one of the young people had asked me of this, I was, oh, will you organise a Pride event in Carlisle? Or will you organise a Pride event? Because, yeah, yeah, all right then. So I got the job and then um, started thinking about this Pride event. Oh, God, I thought, and, you know, there's, everybody was like, oh, well, you know, will Pride work in Carlisle? I thought, of course, Pride will work in Carlisle. Anyway, so just did different things. And then um, we, cre we created Cumbu Pride, so, which was then just called, I think it's called Carlisle Pride. I can't remember then. And it was just a little event. <laughs> and this young person was sat with me at the event. I guess, what do you think then? And they were like, what? I guess, well, you know, you asked me when the interview, would you, you know, run the Pride, I'd do a Pride event. And then they goes, oh, no, we just meant take us to Manchester Pride. Didn't oh. I? <laughs> and I, all right then. We've <laughs> <laughs> got one here now on your doorstep. You well, yeah, do well, so, so that's developed from, from that. Mm. And that's now, well, it'll be the 13th year this year. Wow. So, but, um, and I, just, I was involved in that up till last year and then I've um, resigned off the committee only because we've like with Pink and uh, we've got a lot more sort of things happening because yeah. we've just got a lot of rebid and so we can take more staff on and we're properly staffed now like, yeah I think we're most voluntary organizations and never properly staffed yeah anyway. so um so anyway so we moved different offices with Pink mm -hmm. and um and then I've, uh, we went into the LGBT centre which used to be on um, Fisher Street. Mm -hmm. So we, it was Pride in North Cumbria moved in there. Um, Cumbria Pride moved in there. I opened a cafe in there, which was Sticky Bits Cafe. Mm -hmm. And then there was another guy, Glenn, Glenn Anderson, who worked with us, and he um, had the nightclub down there. So we wanted to make an LGBT hub. All oh, right, things okay. Happening. So we ran that in there for quite a while. The cafe sort of took off. The club sort of took off, but then went down a little bit, and then the project. There was just projects mm. upstairs and they used to have the rooms upstairs. So there's a few things going on. But it didn't all, it was it was a big building. It was really expensive to run. So we'd sort of, um, eventually we got out of that building because it was just not working because mm -hmm. the nightclub sort of stopped working and things like that. So but then we looked at it for another place and we went into Victoria Place where we are yeah, now. Yeah, I've seen that you're on there now. So, you know, so we've got the whole building, like two-story building inside. When you come in, there's the Sticky Bits Cafe. But then that's used as a social meeting space mm -hmm. as well. The cafe's, the cafe's not really a cafe. Well, it is a cafe, self, but we don't sell food, we give food away. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sounds like a good cafe to me. <laughs> well, because my theory is if, what's the point in trying to sell food if people can't afford it? Mm. Especially young people are always coming in or I'm hungry and, mm. you know, and there's that much food poverty about. It's like, well, you know, I don't have to. We don't the, the cafe doesn't need to support the centre because yeah. the other groups in there support it. Mm. So the cafe is just the cafe was created really to so if people were out and then they came in and then other people came in who'd sit and they'd seen them there, they could say, oh, I just thought it was a cafe. Yeah. They realised it was an LGBT centre. Yeah. But then even they can look around and just pick up things, take photographs of information. Mm -hmm. So then so they didn't have to out the self really. Yeah. We, we never ask anybody what the gender or sexuality are mm. they identify they just sort of tell us if we want it or not yeah it, it doesn't matter so know. tell us a little bit more about that then what why the lgbt community what what are you you're raising awareness obviously mm. but what are you trying to achieve with the center it's a um, safe meeting space mm. basically where you can get information and advice but then also it's the engaging activities and stuff because you get a lot of lgbt Young people, especially. I'll, I'll talk more about young people because that's who I work with. Yeah. 
that they, you know, they get a lot of stigma. There's a lot, still a lot of stigma attached to LGBTQ mm-hmm. and, and, and gender and sexuality in general, really. So, you know, there's bullying still goes on at school. They even know all the skills. I hope it doesn't go in our school. Mm-hmm. I guess it does. And then it's just that throwaway comments. You know, mm-hmm. people use the word gay to describe something that's rubbish. Yeah. But, and, but, and it's still used. Oh, yeah. You know, it's 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 terrible how it's still used. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the high suicide rate amongst young men, young gay men especially. And the trans community are totally, you know, we've got two counsellors in Cumbria at the moment who are both transphobic, who both try to convince themselves they're not, but they are. Mm. So it's like, you know, one's a teacher, one's just, but they're both representing the community, mm. but obviously not the trans community, mm. which is like really transphobic. So, so all that's, so it's all going on still. So yeah. unless you've got somebody to represent you, you know, and everybody does that patty thing on the head. Oh yeah, little LGBT group. That's nice. Mm. So pretty, doesn't glitter. Like, well, yeah, we can have some glitter, but we we need to cover some major issues. <laughs> yeah, really. yeah. So, so our our thing is, just, you know, we we create a safe environment, and that's to get people through the door is the hardest thing because they don't know who they're out themselves to. Mm. Most of the time, we'll tell them to bring a friend, or if 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 somebody sort of said, oh, "I've got this young person who's identifying as," so we'll bring them in. You know, mm-hmm. come in with them. Yeah. Because when once they're in, we've got so many young people who come in and they're quite welcoming. Yeah. And then, you know, they'll sort of whisk them off somewhere. Oh, we're going to do this, come do this. Then all of a sudden, you know, the, the stigma and the, and the fear is gone, mm. if you like. And, and now they're in. Then that's it, they're in. Yeah. You know? And we've got quite a lot of things happening there. We've got, um, we've had a shop in the centre of town since um, September, I mm-hmm. it might be. So that's, that, but that was, because we it, um, and that created a group called Free Radicals. So and they're looking at protesting, but then also um, they've got art gallery, art exhibitions in there. But they were doing promoting local artists and youth artists as well. So and that sort of brought more people in who wouldn't normally use the centre. So so it's publicising as well what we do at the centre. Yeah, well it's right in the the middle, yeah. isn't it? Next to kind of shoes or an opposite W H Smith. Am I yeah, in the right area? Yeah, opposite, I thought opposite the leggings, leggings on the bums. Oh Stop. yeah, everyone <laughs> knows that yeah, right, one right now. Right next to that. <laughs> so, so so that happened, and then um, Steve, he's one of my work colleagues. He sort of set all that up, mm-hmm. and so that that's now that group's gonna. Um, create another CIC and become radical arts, free radical arts. I think they're calling themselves. So, huh. so then that's another LGBT-based thing to celebrate queer art and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, and they're looking at organising an event in the city centre in February to celebrate Gay History Month as well. Amazing. So that's gonna happen. Um, yeah. So we we are youth-led, but obviously it was a lot of creative people who who work with us as well. Mm. So you get these crazy ideas and and we follow them sometimes yeah. and then the young people get involved in it. But then that sparks them to sort of come up with other ideas or, or they can just come and sit and have a cup of tea and yeah. crack. They don't have to do anything. Yeah. So week by week, there's certain sessions where people can drop in and... Yeah, most of the sessions are just drop-in sessions yeah. anyway. Um, at the moment, we've got like an art group going, which is looking at the history of art and um, of LGBT art and then creating some of the artist works again or or in rela- or something in the style of that work. Mm. But then we were doing um, around the world, like LGBT world tour. 
So that's going to last, I think, for 12 months. Um, and that's going to look at, like, each month it's going to look at different countries. So mm -hmm. we've got, we're doing Burns Night tonight. But then we had afternoon tea the other day. And then we did Christmas dinner. So we started off with the UK because there's so much stuff happening in the UK. Yeah. Then we look at the laws and anything related to LGBT law and, and um, politics and things like that. And we look at something arty around it and then the, um, the culture mm -hmm. side of it and stuff as well. So the next month we're doing Chinese because it's Chinese New Year. And then the month after we're doing Iran. We've got Mina who works at this, who's um, Iranian. So she's, um, she's sort of going to do the cooking side of things and that as well. So we always make food. We always look at a bit of our... Mm, I was going to say, there's food as a central point in a lot of what you're doing there, Pam. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of people who work with us now who are quite good at cooking. Yeah. I, I do baking, but they're good at cooking. So, you know, you're coming, oh, what, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds <laughs> lovely. And as well, it's, it's food has always historically been a really good way to get people together and having conversations, isn't it? Yeah, and I, I like that social eating thing. Mm. And, and young people, are, we try and, like, um, Stevie does tea Tuesday or Easter because he makes a lot of herbal teas out of just nettles and and stuff you know and <laughs> well he's got a wild garden hasn't he yeah. i know stevie because he's done a couple of bits down and at weekend people weekend. are like oh can we have some of that too i'm thinking why can't you just have tea <laughs> 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 you know i can't even struggle with bloody hell great it's horrible stuff. i'm the same breakfast tea all the way for yeah. me <laughs> but then wouldn't the world be boring if we were all the same <laughs> well yeah but not with tea no. <laughs> <laughs> um so when young people come to you um, obviously you're tackling the stigma for, on behalf of the LGBT yeah. community. What is there any particular issues that they're having, experiencing bullying at schools? Probably yeah. going to be one of the big ones. A lot of anxiety and stuff, mm. um, self-harming. Um, I think it's just, it, most of it's anxieties because mm. if you're not being accepted like in different places and you don't know if you're going to be chucked out, if you come out to your family. Mm. So, you know, you've got the fear of being homeless and then the fear of people picking on you and the fear of all your friends walking away from you. Mm. You know, that's the main things that people want, this insecurity type thing. Yeah. You know, even the fear of your job. Yeah. You know, people get sat because they're, because they're LGBT from the jobs and stuff. So, you know, when, when all these bits of security are taken away from you, yeah. and that's what builds up your anxiety. So mm. it's like whether everybody, you know, this pandemic and stuff, must have, it's been so crazy for people and not knowing if you're working or not, or mm. not knowing if your hours are going to be cut, or not knowing if your business is still going to be going. You know, the, the anxieties must have caused for, for everybody. Yeah. You know, so. We just had a sort of similar conversation with Deborah Earl about... Um, the work she's doing with Carlisle Key and that similar thing with yeah. homelessness in young people and it just it, it throws absolutely everything up if something's offset in well, your yeah. life and you can't kind of build anything else really so that you, yeah. you're gonna feel anxious aren't you yeah but anybody who's, who's ever had a job and then lost it mm. or no the anxiety anybody who's ever tried to claim Pip mm. Pip's like oh my god yeah they do need to be yeah <laughs> get rid up, of yeah. <laughs> But um, so it's just you know it's it's so taking away those worries even for a few hours a day you know mm. what I mean or trying to solve something or you know or being there as a listening ear and a friend or making friendship groups with people who understand what people are going through yeah. and all those are important and that's all that's 
you know, we probably do loads of loads of other stuff, but it's not. It all boils down to making pe- people's heads better, yeah, you know, making them feel more confident, and that's all you need to do. Mm. So that's a lot of what we do at Weekend, and I'm always talking about just the absolute beauty of getting some people in a room who maybe didn't know each other before, yeah, but share similar experiences yeah. and whatever that might be. The life circumstances we have, um, sort of like fibromyalgia groups brings to mind and a yeah. living with cancer and beyond group and the the thing that they share their experience whatever it might be in life yeah is the thing that just brings them together and they can just all sit and go oh yeah that, me too or yeah. same yeah that that resonates with me and it just you can see the weight lift off the shoulders and they don't have to talk about it because you in an lgbt center you don't talk about being lgbt all yeah the time because because we, we never ask people what they are. We just assume everybody's LGBT. Yeah. Like everybody else normally just assumes everybody's straight. Yeah. So if somebody comes in, don't go, oh, can I come in? I'm straight. Like I said, I really don't care. Yeah, what you are, who you are. <laughs> yeah, why, why are you telling us? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit odd. We're not yeah, used to that around here. <laughs> <laughs> or if I'm winding them up, I'll go, right, can you get out then, please? <laughs> <laughs> You're not welcome here. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I will note that um, the fun aspect, and obviously there's a lot of serious issues that some of these young people will be experiencing, yeah. but I had a little bit of dealings with one of your groups that came down to ICANN for some bounce sessions. Yeah. Some of the young people came in a little group and um, it was a lot of fun, a, a, more fun than I'd had all week, you know, yeah. when they all come in um so whatever it is that you're doing, it's working for them because they're, yeah. they're really comfortable with each other and you can tell that they've formed really good um, trusting friendships and with the staff as well. Yeah, and I think it was because I think they, they do trust quite quickly mm. once they trust because the staff who came down, um, I know one of them especially hasn't, they'd only just started with it. So, yeah. But, you know, it's different ways. Every, all youth workers work in different ways, you know. I'm always the bad cop, so I've got to be like the one who chucks people out or shouts at them or says you can't do that or whatever. But then it's like, you know, it's forgotten about. But if young people don't experience that, they're a bit like, oh, I can't go back in. It's like, of course you can come back in, you know. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Go out today, come back tomorrow, I'll make you a cup of tea. You know what I mean? <laughs> just but, breakfast tea, though. Oh, just breakfast tea, yeah. <laughs> None of that posh stuff. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. And you know, having skimmed milk either, you can have a full fat on. I'll say me. <laughs> So, what is the age group then? I know you were saying young people, but that that yeah, is different we're, for we're thirteen to twenty five. Okay, so so, that's... Um, so it's a big it's a big jump, mm-hmm. but it's like yeah. But we obviously we don't. There's not many twenty five year olds coming mm-hmm. when thirteen year olds coming, but you know we've got it's we have got older young people in, but you wouldn't think they were twenty five. Mm-hmm. And then, and as well, that's important because they're at a different stage of yeah. maybe the, even acceptance themselves. To kind of mentor the younger ones and say, well, yeah. oh, I remember that. But, you know, it maybe it gets easy. Does it get easier for them no. as they get older, teenagers? Yeah, it's the or? same. It's the same. I think it gets easier as they get older, but the, the problems are still the same. Yeah. Easier, maybe just easier to deal with. I don't know. Yeah. It's, In fact, um, it's probably worse now because it's all online stuff and you can't yeah. physically you're not seeing people most mm. of the time. So. so in, because what year did you say you started doing this? 2013. Oh, um. 2008. Yeah. yeah. So since from then to now, is there any significant changes, or would you say things are things no, still all the same? All the same issues. Yeah, same issues. But it I th- is. I think it is everywhere. It's with mm. any young people. You know what I mean? Because 
the main influence is skills normally, mm. so whatever, and skills haven't changed. There's still mm. boring old places that don't really work for yeah. the majority of the young people. But, you know, they've got to control them somehow. So. Yeah. But <laughs> it's just, you know, I, I just, but they're, they're still not addressing problems. Mm. You know, it's still like there's still homophobia in workplaces and there's guilt. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why isn't this, why is this still a thing? Yeah. You know. So what what can we do as a community for anybody listening who's maybe thinking, do you know what, maybe I don't do enough or I'm not as aware as I could be about the LGBT community and, you know, just so we can all kind of check ourselves a little bit, what yeah. what can we do? I think it's don't assume everybody's heterosexual. Mm. So when you're talking to people, don't talk of, you know, it's things like asking people about their husbands or wives, mm. you know, like start, try and use sort of gender neutral pronouns like they, them, mm. you know, don't, or ask people what the pronouns are and stuff as well. And just find out a bit more. Like there's plenty of, there's loads of books and stuff out there mm. and there's, there's pink. You can always come in and have a chat, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're open as a cafe as well. Yeah. We might not give you any food, but you can have a cup of tea. <laughs> Funny English breakfast. <laughs> Unless Stevie's in and they can have anything <laughs> in a tea. Nettles. Yeah, nettles. <laughs> Mint. <laughs> so it's, I think it's just, it's just having to think about stuff that's not just, you know, sort of white, middle class, heterosexual, because mm. it's not. Opening our minds. Yeah. Yeah. And get involved in stuff like the Rainbow Stripes Awards I've created because, you know, people who say, oh, what do you do for the LGBT community? And like, oh, we go to Pride. It's like, well, mm. that's sort of not really doing anything for the that's LGBT a, that community. That ticks a box for a lot of, just doesn't going it? Just get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and listen to some cheesy pop music. That's what that is. <laughs> So, so these rainbow stripes are like it's people have to earn stripes, and every year they're going to be held on the first of December to mark World AIDS Day as well. So, you know, you um, you earn a stripe, and and when you get it, you get a lovely award, oh, organisation, wow. and you get a sticker from oh. your window. Oh, brilliant! Work out who sells stickers for window. Can I have a stripe for podcasting with you today? You'll have to sign in online. <laughs> www rainbowstripes.co.uk register your organisation and there you go brilliant and how do people find out some more information where do they go to for pink www.prideinnorthcumbria.co.uk or um, on Sticky Bits Cafe's website which is www.stickybitscafe I think it's .org I don't know might be .org just yeah google it .org yeah google it they're all attached so yeah I just you know, we do keep the up. We do the website's general because it costs money to update. Yeah. It costs money and time to update websites, mm-hmm. and it's boring. Yeah. <laughs> so we've tried to make it general, but then we on all the social media, Twitter, um, Facebook, Insta, whatever. All so, of them other things. Yeah, all of them other. Do you run them pages, Pam? No, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't know. How to even sign into Insta? But yeah. everybody's on Insta. Are you on Insta? Are you put on Insta? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, brilliant. It's brilliant to chat to you, and thanks for coming and just helping us sort of start that conversation and yeah. continue to raise awareness. And um, hopefully, it helps people just to have a think about it. Like I say, to just kind of check in with themselves and think, you know, am I doing enough? Am I aware enough about this? But also for anybody that might identify themselves as wanting to pop down to yeah. 
sticky bits. So the organisations as well were just developing some training sessions, mm. which will tie in with the rainbow stripes. But then it's just to, to get a basic understanding of, of gender and um, sexuality and then pronouns and things. Mm. So we're going to be de- delivering those as four-hour sessions, mm. like four-hourly sessions. Um, we are going to charge for them, but we're going to charge the same as for four as we would for one mm-hmm. if you book them all at the same time. Because our thing is trying to give people, we want people to understand and finances shouldn't be an issue yeah. of understanding. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we're a charity. If anybody's got any spare cash, took it our way. <laughs> but as I can probably say as well, <laughs> hey, it's all about pink <laughs> by the North Cumbria. <laughs> so, so it's just that, you know, it, it's that. I'd rather people understood mm. stuff. Like I'd rather people ate than have to worry about mm. being able to pay for a cup of tea. And ask as well, because I think um, sometimes we've all sorts of issues that we maybe don't understand or yeah. identify with ourselves. You can get so caught up in being frightened to say the wrong thing. or Yeah. And that can be a worry for a lot yeah. of people, can't well, it? Well, pronouns are a big thing. Yeah. Moment, and, you know, that you can wear pronoun badges, but ask people. Yeah. You know, people don't mind you saying, oh, what are your pronouns? Yeah. You know, how do you identify? And yeah. Then, and if you get it wrong, just say, oh, God, I'm really sorry. Yeah. And then just get it right. hmm Yeah. <laughs> Asking and apologising, that's all you need to do in life. That's exactly right. And I think if we mean well most of the time, most of us, don't well, yeah. we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Brilliant. Thanks very much. No worries. And... Well done for all the work that you do, because I know that it does g- genuinely, and you don't want deep and meaningfuls, Pam, I can tell by the look you're giving <laughs> us in your eye, but it does mean such a lot to so many young people, I know it does. So. Yeah, I, I, I understand that, and you know, and I know I've done really good work and all the rest mm. of it, but it's like, you know, unless somebody wants to give an OBE or CBE, yeah. whatever it is. I know. would if I could, but... <laughs> I'll just have a bottle of gin instead. That's what I'm <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> Cheers. Right. Bye. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Weekend Cumbria podcast. If you're affected by any of the issues raised in any of our episodes and would like to talk, then please do get in touch. You can contact us via our Facebook or Instagram pages, which you can find by searching Weekend Cumbria. 